Welcome, travelers. Welcome to season three, episode 31 of Travel Happens. We are back to the magic of travel. Today, I am joined by my fellow advisor from Reach for the Magic Destinations, Amy Krause. She specializes in family travel. Today, Amy is going to continue her interview about my journey aboard the Norwegian Prima, get the inside scoop on the aspects on Norwegian Cruise Line's newest sailing ship. Keep listening if you want to learn more. This is Travel Happens, a podcast all about enhancing your vacation. Do you want to make your trip go smoother, easier, and more special? Keep listening. I am your host, Destination Douglas. Think of me as Maureen Sedai, Tyrion Lannister, Gandalf, Mr. Miyagi, and Yoda all rolled into one. I'm your guide when it comes to cruises. Today, Amy will dive into the details to find out what it was like on board Norwegian Prima on my recent trip. Considering branching out and curious about the new NCL ship, would Norwegian Prima be a good fit for the way you like to vacation? This is Travel Happens Season 3. Welcome to a whole new season exploring different travel spheres. You don't want it to occur, but travel happens. We're here to supply advice, guidance, aid, and be your advocate through all the potholes and pitfalls to your destination. Do you need help planning a trip? Our contact information is in the show notes. Just drop us a line. Okay, it's news time. What kind of news do you have for us, Amy? I really don't have much since our last meeting. The only big piece of news that I have is that starting December 16th, Epcot will de- Epcot and Walt Disney World will portray the new Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure. This is going to be part of the Play Disney Parks app. If any of you have ever done this before, you've been able to join Agent P. Perry the Platypus on his adventures around the World Showcase. So now we are featuring DuckTales. You are going to join Scrooge McDuck and his nephews as they go around Epcot's World Showcase to find on a quacky quest to find the seven plunders of the world. So this is something fun to do. It's really great and interactive to be able to play with the kids, do something as you're traveling from country to country. Um, Each mission takes about 25 minutes. But it's just a fun thing to do. It's another way. I a think lot of it's people. Great. I love it. I mean, and I especially it. my kids. Yeah, like uh, okay, I'm about to date myself because <laughs> um, so right now they're about to introduce Ducktales, and before that, as you mentioned, there was Agent P. Yep. And before that, there was Kim Possible. Yes, there was. Yep, there was. So it's a great kind of overlay to make the World Showcase more interesting for the younger attendees. Exactly. Yep. It keeps them engaged and keeps them them on an adventure. So that's it. 
Go ahead. I always love uh, those um, kid cot stations in each of the countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have something similar in Animal Kingdom as well, which is fun to just, again, keep the kids engaged, kind of keep them going, planning their mm-hmm. next mission. It's a great thing to be doing if you're waiting in line for something as well. Yeah. Yep, but that's yep, it. Yep. That's really all my news from the Disney World. What about you? I know you have some exciting new changes. Yeah. I, well, actually, about minutes before we uh, started recording, I got a further big news item. Um, so that was something else. Ooh, I um, want to hear about it. We'll get to that. But first is the wonderful Samantha Brown. I have been watching her for years. She is returning on PBS January 6th. Uh, Samantha Brown has a TV show, Samantha Brown's Places to Love, returns uh, with the show's sixth season, starting airing on Friday, January 6th. Um, Check your local listings for exact dates and times. I did that, and my... I went onto my local PBS station's website and they haven't posted anything about season six. They they only go up to December. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know, when it gets closer to January 6th, I'll have a take a look because um, I do have uh, the ability. I have like a little antenna attached to my TV so I can, I don't have cable, but gotcha. I can- I can access local broadcasters that way. So there if I you go. know when the heck they're airing Samantha Brown, I'll be checking that out. Um, more than just a travel expert, Samantha has been a trusted guide and friend to viewers for more than 20 years, helping her audience choose their next destinations by revealing the people and stories behind the places she loves to visit. Uh, during season six, Viewers will also join Samantha on journeys to cruise on the inside passage of Alaska. Samantha and her family, who I love her husband. Her husband is so cool. I I listened to an interview with him on on another podcast. Yeah, he's a very talented performer. Um, So Samantha and her family set sail on Holland, America, Alaska cruise, learning all about Alaskan natives who have lived on their land and sustained their culture for close to 10,000 years through fishing, language, jewelry making, and more. In 2019, Samantha and Places to Love were nominated for three Emmys and won two, picking up awards in the categories of Outstanding Host for Lifestyle, Children's or Special Class Program, and Outstanding Travel and Adventure Program. Places to Love was also nominated for multiple Emmys in 2020, 2021, and 2022. So uh, that's just general travel news. Uh, When it comes to Universal, this is the news that just popped into my uh, email inbox. Oh, I know what you're going to say. I saw this this morning. Yep. It it was like 15 minutes ago. Well, uh, Super Nintendo World. Yes. Yes. Um, so we know that it's going to be a part of Epic Universe, but, uh, it's also going to be a part of the Hollywood, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Universal Hollywood. Yeah. Universal yep. Hollywood. Uh, 
Yep. Uh, so Super Nintendo World takes you into the world of Super Mario Battle Team Bowser on the groundbreaking Mario Kart ride. You can dine at Toadstool Cafe and level up with themed merchandise. Ready to experience Mario Kart like never before? Put on the special goggles and battle Team Bowser on iconic Mario Kart courses alongside Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach. Um, every year at Halloween, there's always a Princess Peach, at least one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and I see tons of Marios and Luigis. I've never seen Princess Peach. I really haven't. I've seen Marios and Luigis, but never that many oh, Princess yeah. Peaches. Oh, they yeah. say you're going to be able to enter that land through like the time warp tunnel. Yeah. Like that's how you go into the land yep. when you go yep. in. Yep. Collect coins and throw shells to win the golden cup on the groundbreaking Mario Kart ride with cutting edge technology. Elevate your adventures with your power up band. Uh, use your band to keep score throughout the land as you take on key challenges, collect digital coins, and more. With your power-up band, you'll experience a new way to play. You've grown up with them. At least we have. <laughs> yes. Um, some some are currently growing up with them. Mm. Uh, now get ready to meet with them face-to-face -face at Super Nintendo World. Snap a photo together and wear your power-up band for an enhanced experience. As Super Nintendo World, the food is as fun as the play. Plus, you'll find a world of toys and apparel so you can take a piece of the adventure home with you. Dine at Toadstool Cafe and level up with exclusive merch at the One Up Factory. And this all happens on February 17th, 2023. So, you know, just a few more weeks and California gets Super Nintendo World. Yay! I'm going to be able to, um, I have clients already wanting to go next year, so I'm super oh, excited. good. Very good. I'll have to hear what their feedback was. Yes. Um, so Disney Cruise Line, last installment, I made mention on a new Disney ship and um, I thought I would follow up on that discussion. So here are all the details that we know as of the moment. Disney announced the acquisition of a partially completed ship that will bring the magic of a Disney Cruise Line vacation to new global destinations. Disney will work with the esteemed Meyerwerft shipbuilding company to complete the cruise ship previously known as the Global Dream in Wismar, Germany. The ship will be renamed with certain features reimagined, as you and I guessed, <laughs> mm -hmm. under the under the world-renowned expertise of Walt Disney Imagineers, and is expected to set sail in 2025. The new ship, to be based outside the United States, will feature innovative Disney experiences along with the dazzling entertainment, world-class dining, and legendary guest service that set Disney Cruise Line apart. The exterior will be adorned in the iconic Mickey Mouse-inspired colors of the fleet, complete with signature red funnels. The 208,000 gross-ton ship, that's basically the space it has within the ship, um, is expected to be among the first in the cruise industry to be fueled by green methanol, Ooh. one of the lowest emissions mission fuels available. 
Disney Cruise Line expects the passenger capacity. I was wrong last week. Last week, I had said I was guessing. I knew it was a lot. So I guess it was about Mm -hmm. 4,000. Nope. It's approximately 6,000. Oh, wow. That's a lot of people on a boat. (laughs) Yep. So it's closer to the Oasis class ships Ships. from Royal Caribbean Mm -hmm. um, with around 2,300 crew members. That's a lot. Yeah. Construction will be completed at the former uh, MV Werften shipyard in Wismar, Germany, under the management of Meyer Werth, the Papenburg-based company that built the Disney Dream, Disney Fantasy, and Disney Wish. The ship's previous owner filed for bankruptcy before completing the vessel. I was wondering how they ended up acquiring that ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so... If you're familiar with uh, Crystal Cruises and the whole hullabaloo that has happened with them, they're okay now. They're under new under new management, <laughs> as okay. they say. Um, but I knew of this parent company that, and uh, Disney bought it from them, and it's enabling Disney Cruise Line to secure it as a favorable price and within the capital expenditure guidance the Walt Disney Company provided on its recent earnings call. So basically, they got a deal at auction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the project also secures employment for hundreds of former Verfton uh, employees and will provide... Oh, that's a- good. Yeah, and we'll provide opportunities for numerous maritime industry suppliers in the region. More details about the maiden voyage, itineraries, and onboard experiences will be announced later. So that's the deets when it comes to the new Disney ship. Not the Disney treasure. We've heard about the Disney treasure. Right, right, yep. This is something in addition to that. Um, It's crazy how long it takes to build a ship. Like knowing that yeah. that is already partially built and that it will not be ready until 2025. I mean, right. if you think about all the things that are on it and all the pieces that it has to be, it just still blows my mind how long it takes to yes. build a ship. Yeah. Um, and at least we have little milestones that, you know, I'll, I'll report on. I'll talk about, oh, you know, this ship has gone through the float out. And so you mm-hmm. can, there's little different things. Oh, there was the coin laying. So there's different things, milestones where you can ma- mark the progress of how the ship build is going. Yeah. Um, moving on to Virgin Voyages. As a brand known for both listening to and leveraging customer insights, Virgin Voyages is capitalizing on its share of the travel market by meeting these demands with a new inclusive offer. I got to say, I feel like Virgin Voyages is the best when it comes, well, among the best when it comes to really responding to the surveys that they put out and trying to make tweaks and adjustments as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I feel the fact that they do make adjustments and changes says, yes, we are listening to you yep. and yep. we'll pay attention to what you have to say. And I wonder if it's easier for them because their fleet is smaller. I mean, I, new- I, I, I would think that helps. That can't yeah. hurt. Yeah. Um, sa- sailors can now get up to $600 in free beverages 
and handcrafted cocktails for all new bookings. In addition, between January and March, every voyage will have an onboard experience rooted in wellness as it unveils a lineup of restorative and zen-inducing events such as sound bath meditations and healthy happy hours to start off 2023. Ooh, I like it. I know. I love the wellness adventures anyways. Yeah. Sailors can explore the Caribbean's hidden gems now or plan ahead for a voyage through the Greek Isles or to Bali next summer and fall. Starting now through January 31st, uh, travelers can purchase a voyage for one sailor and get the second sailor 60% off. That's a deal. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, normally if I hear 30% off, I think, oh, that's pretty good. But 60% off, that's kind of unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone well, plus will with also... your what was that? That? and the beverage package or separate? There's, yeah, there's, uh, I'm going to, I'm about to get to that. Oh, sorry. I jumped that's ahead. That's okay. It's just good timing. Um, So starting now through January 31st, 2023, travelers can purchase a voyage for one sailor and get the second sailor 60% off. Everyone will also be treated to a complimentary bar tab, $300 for voyages six nights or fewer, and $600 for voyages seven nights or more. Wow. I know that that's major. Like Mm -hmm. you can just order up drinks to your heart's content and Virgin has helped you out. Starting in January and running through March, Virgin Voyages will help sailors jumpstart their wellness journeys, offering everything from rhythm-based spin classes to sound bath meditations on the shores of Bimini. The new lineup also includes restorative and curated spa treatments like the signature quartz massage, energy-bursting HIIT workouts. I wonder if there are anything like my the HIIT works up workouts I do because I generally want to just climb into bed. <laughs> uh, Zen you need to go there and then shower and go to the sauna and continue yeah. your wellness journey. Yes. Zen-inducing activations, freshly pressed juices, and good-for-you indulgences, health-conscious bevies offered during specialty happy hours, tightening bungee sessions and slow flowing yoga under the gently setting sun. Virgin Voyages, a company with a natural tie to music, given Richard Branson's background as a music exec. I used to love those Virgin music stores. Mm-hmm. Man, we used to go in there and like pull out records. Yes. And those are awesome. Also has plans to introduce new entertainment, sailor favorites, including dual reality, the modern take on Romeo and Juliet, an untitled dance show party thing, an upbeat dance show will still be available, but the brand will sprinkle in new productions and limited time shows. Quickly becoming a must-see production on Valiant Lady, it's a ship show, that's what it's called, it's a ship Ship show. show. Uh, will soon be installed on Scarlet Lady as well. Yet another element future sailors can anticipate for 2023. I have a friend who just got off the Valiant Lady and he loved It's a Ship Show. Uh, Up and coming musical artists will also have a platform to showcase their talent for Virgin Voyages sailors as a part of an extensive lineup of immersive entertainment. While a relatively young brand, 
The cruise line has already made its mark on the industry with its Michelin-inspired dining rebooking rate of nearly 50%. That's awesome. I had clients that were on that, and they were like, this uh is one of the best things. Yes. Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean Group announced it has signed a maritime declaration with the Finnish government, represented by the Ministry of Economic Affairs and Employment, and Meyer Turku to chart the way forward for innovative and sustainable shipbuilding in Finland. This partnership also advances Royal Caribbean Group's destination net zero strategy to decarbonize its operations by 2050. I think I'll be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> and it's near no. term. And it's near medium term targets, including reducing carbon intensity by double digits by 2025 compared to 2019 and the introduction of a net zero cruise ship by 2035. The ship also has agreements with the shipyard to build the unnamed second and third ships in the icon class for its Royal Caribbean International brand and mine Schiff 7 which is currently under construction for the company's TUI Cruises brand. And the TUI Cruises brand, they're very, uh, I'm sorry, in terms of their naming, it's very boring. All their ships (laughs) are mine, shift, and then the number. So there's mine, ship one, mine, ship two, mine, ship three. Oh, that is boring. Yeah, that's boring. Um, I don't deal with them. (laughs) Well, it's, it's because it's, it's basically a German company and you need to have a good amount of facility with German in order to sail on their ship. So gotcha. that, that, that's not my market. Okay. Princess with the 2022 holidays quickly uh, approaching and nearly 80% of consumers saying they'll be waiting until the last minute to complete their shopping. Princess Cruises is offering a stress-free way to find that perfect gift for even the pickiest of people. A gift card can be used to book any of the line sailings worldwide while providing convenience and value for the shopper and recipient alike. Okay. Princess Cruises gift card provides a hassle-free way to book a seagoing adventure to 330 destinations across all seven continents. The cards are available in multiple holiday-themed varieties and can also be used for any onboard purchase from a luxurious spa treatment, there you go, uh, to a variety of activities ashore. Uh, and John Paget, the president of Princess, said, everybody loves to travel and our gift cards make the perfect holiday gift. Not only are they convenient and widely available, but put you at the top of Santa's nice list for sure. And uh, for those still scrambling for gifts, even on Christmas Eve, Princess offers e-gift cards that can be sent directly via email or scheduled for a future delivery date and time. Cards. Those are nice too. Yeah. E-gift yeah. cards where they just like pop up in your yeah. mailbox and you're like, ooh, you I go. have this. Yeah. It's a lot easier to deal with. Cards can also be customized with multiple designs with the option to add a personal photo or even audio. For those who prefer to send gifts via mail, traditional gift cards, um, free shipping by first class USPS for orders $100 or more. So there is one last news item 
uh, and it involves Holland America. Holland America Line's Zwiederdam is completing 20 years of service today. The lead ship of the brand's Vista class, uh, the vessel entered service exactly two decades ago. The naming ceremony took place in Fort Lauderdale and saw the broadcaster Joan London serving as the ship's godmother. That's when I knew it was 20 years ago. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard of her. Had <laughs> a long time. time. Yeah. In a deployment move, the 2000 guest ship is set to sail its first world cruise in 2023. Departing on January 3rd, the 128-night journey features visits to several parts of the globe, including the Caribbean, Central America, the South Pacific, Australia, Africa, and more. Constructed by the Fincantieri Shipyard in Italy, which coincidentally is the same shipyard that uh, built the two ships that I was just on, the ship introduced new features to the fleet, including panoramic elevators facing the ocean and a mm. higher percentage about 80% of the total of cabins with private balconies. That was a big new thing because back then there was only a small percentage of uh, staterooms had balconies. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And today it's kind of the opposite. I mean, there's whole ships where um, usually they're luxury cruise lines where everybody has a balcony. A balcony, yeah. Uh, according to Holland America, the Zwiederdam was also designed to build upon the hallmarks of the brand, displaying extensive multi-million dollar art collections and numerous dining options that include formal full service and casual self-service venues. Other trademark features of the company available on board include the Explorer's Lounge, the Ocean Bar, a covered promenade deck encircling the entire ship, a large Lido pool with a retractable dome and Holland America's signature crow's nest observation lounge. So congratulations, Holland America. And Yay. that's all the news that I have for this installment of Travel Happens. Um, and now I'm going to turn it over to Amy and she's going to start the continuing the interview about my time on Norwegian Prima. So last week, last episode, she started the interview and now we're going to finish it up. Take it away, Amy. Yay! No, I, I am super excited to hear everything that we have to keep talking about. So Last time, you know, Douglas talked about his first day, kind of the first day adventures that happened, and then really focused on just kind of the basics of the ship, the stateroom, the dining, the lounges. That's what we talked a lot about last time. Yeah. So this Actually, time I just want to make some corrections to stuff that or actually elaborate a little bit on yeah. what I said um, last week. Yeah, so absolutely. First, yeah. So first of all, because people probably got uh, a mistaken impression. Um, Norwegian totally revamped their free at sale promotion. So when I originally booked this trip, I booked it under, I got all these benefits under the old free at sea promotion. Um, and that's why there was a change. So like, even if you were to, 
book something three years out today um, and you were doing a studio, you only qualify for one specialty dining if you book it today. It's because they totally revamped the program. It doesn't that's have because to do that's with, what's being offered today. Yeah, that's what's being offered today. Yeah, okay. Um, and then the other clarification is in Indulge Food Hall, if you sit at um, the the counter of each eatery, you can only uh, order things from that eatery. However, if you sit outside into the general area for Indulge Food Hall or even outside on Deck 8, um, each table is equipped with a tablet and you're able to order anything from any of the venues of Indulge Food Hall and a server will come by and deliver that item to you. That's so nice, especially if you have a family or something with you, you right. know, and so every, oh, you know, yes. I don't want the Italian food. I want right. you know, everybody wants something different. Yes, And so exactly. that's great to be able to sit out there yeah. and have all yep. the food choices. <laughs> exactly. So yay. Okay. Well, let's keep going. So today we're going to focus a little bit more on all of the additional things, the excursions, the entertainment, the specialty services, and all that. So if you missed anything about the food, beverages, lounges, go back and listen to our last episode. Right. Otherwise, let's start. So, okay. Let's first talk about the entertainment. That was, okay. you know, that's one of the best things about a cruise ship. It's all of the entertainment that's available. But yes. let's talk about the Prima specifically. Yeah. So um, one thing that they're doing with Prima is they are doing these live game shows. So, um, yeah, game shows that you'd be familiar with. For example, they ha- they do a live version of Supermarket Suite. <laughs> they do a live version of The Price is Right. And there's a third one. But um, on my sailing, they were only equipped to do The Price is Right live. I love so, prices, right? So I just saw that. And it's exactly as it is when you're watching the television show. Well, not exactly. They, no Bob Barker. That's that's one. No <laughs> Bob Barker. Uh, but the the host was very charismatic and he was a great host and he did a great job. They had an announcer. Okay. And he's part of the uh Norwegian's entertainment team, and Ooh. he was wonderful. Um, he did an come excellent job. Yes, come on down. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, what was funny? It oh, and then also splicing into what is happening live, they incorporate little clips of both classic moments from the uh Barb Barker days of the oh. Crisis Rank, and also the Drew Carey. Uh, version of okay. the crisis, right? So those were really fun to watch. Um, I think it's also a logistical thing. It gives them time to, like, uh, they, for example, I saw them do the mountain climber uh, challenge that you, you know, the yodeling guy climbing the. Oh mountain. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, probably they needed time to bring that set piece out. Oh yeah, yeah, to transition. So, yeah. 
transition stuff. So um, they incorporated some clips, but I loved watching the clips. I mean, it was amazing. And for me, um, I only watched The Price is Right when I was uh, at home sick from school. Me too. Yeah. And then I got to college because then in college, it would be on like in between classes. And so my roommate from college loved the prices right <laughs> actually ended up being on it when she went out to California. oh wow <laughs> i have a friend who's a big game show junkie he loves game shows and mm-hmm. he's been on uh the prices right as well oh fun yeah. yeah so um i would say that that was an excellent addition kudos to norwegian for I'm sure they had to license the rights to the whole program and to be oh, able sure. to do this because it's as if you're in Studio City in uh, California. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one disappointing thing is, you know, they had already figured out who they're going to call from the audience to play because uh since it's entertainment the it's held in the prima theater and the mm-hmm. prima theater isn't very big so you have to make reservations in order to see an event gotcha. and the price is right live was no exception okay and um so because you've made a reservation they know what guests should be there Ooh. and who to call so they already had a list, but unfortunately, people who made a reservation, either they changed their plans and didn't went come. and did something else, or they just didn't feel comfortable being in the limelight because they don't ask you. They just call you. Okay. That's what I was wondering if they guessed knew ahead of time. Yeah. No, they don't. They okay. don't know. It's a total surprise. Um, and then... I, at a one showing that I went to, because I went to multiple showings, and um, one showing, it was very obvious. They went through their list of who they planned to call, and then they're le- like, what are we going to do? Well, let's go and take a look at the people who made their reservation within a couple of hours. And let's- They're going to be there, probably. Because they're more likely to be there. So yeah, they called those people. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, I went with DG. Uh, on both occasions that I saw the the show. And the whole time, she's just like rooting for me to be called. And I'm like, I'm like, I I just want to watch the show. I don't want to, I don't want to participate. Because the the thing is, the the guessing of the prices are going to be different than it is in my hometown, Philadelphia, than it is... I'm sure they're, the pricing is based on California pricing. Right, which is always more expensive. More expensive. So I'm like, I, I don't know. if I, I don't think I'm going to do all that good because, you know, pricing is different. So don't call me. But she's <laughs> the whole time she's like rooting for me and wanting me to go. And the whole time she didn't want to participate. So I did the same back at her. I'm like, come on, call DJ. Come on down, DJ. <laughs> um, so that all took place so that was good um the best show was it was called this one's for you and it was a trio of performers they're singers and they uh 
these singers did a tribute show to the music of Elton John. Oh, man. And they, number one, they had excellent voices, all very good voices. And uh, number two, you can tell they really love his music and love what they do. So, and um, the production value was really good. Uh, the little downside for me is they're singing to a click track. There isn't a live band. I think that's the one oh. thing that they could have improved is if they had performed with in conjunction with a live band, but they uh, they were performing to a click track. And gotcha. that's fine. Um, they were the best. They did one show. You know, they realized they've got people's limited attention span. So I would say like a show was 40 minutes and Elton John has been performing for decades. So his <laughs> his set list is huge. Massive. So, yes. so the first show that I saw, it had a limited amount of songs, what they would think would be people's favorites. Then they did a second show of additional songs, more songs by Elton John, because they can't fit them all in one show. And oh. then they did a third show. Um, of music of what they've done it wasn't elton john music it was each of these performers what have been their per favorite performances that they've done in the past and the music they've done with those oh okay so is it did you see that one too did you see all three i of didn't i okay that's that's the problem like uh, there's only Can't so many everything. things you can do i know and this is so that's happening um that was uh, wonderful. Another great thing that I saw, it was in a venue called Sid Norman's, S-Y-D-N-O-R-M-A-N apostrophe S, Sid Norman's. It's a, considering a ship that can hold approximately 3,200 people, maybe it could seat a couple hundred. That's okay. It. It was a very small venue. Obviously, you're going to need to book a reservation. Mm -hmm. And I went with one of my um, uh, Facebook group people. I went with uh, this guy, Brad, and I. And we went to see this show. And the show was a Fleetwood Mac tribute band. And what Ooh. they did was... They recreated Fleetwood Mac's Rumors album and they performed oh. it song by song as it appears in the album. And interspersed along, they uh, provided uh, anecdotes about what was going on with the band at the time that they're producing this album. Oh, that's and fun. Much of what they talked about, I already knew. I already knew about the couples, who was sleeping with who, who was married to who. And I knew the, the problems that they all encountered. They then split up. And who, you know, when did that timing happen? So all of that was um, explained during the course of the show. Okay. And um, it was an incredible tribute band they were really really good they i hope they do something of their own and get to be they they were wonderful loved That's it good loved it. yay um more entertainment was this venue called improv at sea and once again it's a 
a very tiny space and maybe a few hundred people are able to go. And um, it's basically a place for stand-up comics to perform. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but the stand-up comics that they had ex- that they had there on the ship weren't all that great. Oh no. They they just weren't. I saw two comics. There were three comics who were performing my wholesaling. Um since I didn't enjoy either of the first two, I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time on seeing if number three is um You're like I'm out. In, fa- in fact, one of the comedians that I saw uh, was a woman, and she was just really crude and crass mm. and very explicit when it came to adult situations. And I just felt like it was being crude for crude's sake. It wasn't Yeah, funny. and that's not my kind of comedy. I mean, it can be if you're clever and smart about it. I mean, um, uh, God rest her soul, Joan Rivers could get quite crude at times, but yeah. she was smart and funny about it. This person, nope, no, not at all. I'm like, uh, and then on top of it, um, she's talking about dating as a single straight white female. And I really didn't have anything in common with that experience. I couldn't yeah. relate to her situations at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there could she could have picked some things that the two of us would have had in common, but she didn't. Yeah. So it, she just wasn't very good. There was another guy, and he uh, I can sum up my experience with his comedy with one word. It was meh, meh, eh. Okay. It, he just I I didn't laugh the entire time. Now Brad, on the other hand, found both comedian well. He found the first, the female comedian, he found her hysterical. In fact, she knew who he was. He had been to see her before. Oh, okay. So well, that makes it a little bit better then. There was, well, it could have. Uh, so, I just, I didn't find her funny in the slightest. So uh, yeah. there was that. Then uh, their headlining act was Donna Summer, the musical. Ooh. Which was, is a musical that was on Broadway. I did not see it. And it starred um, the actress singer Kimberly Locke, who I knew from uh, the uh, American Idol. Yep. He was, she came in the top four, top three finalists of American Idol. She has a wonderful, very good voice. I got to give her kudos. Her performance was excellent. No good. The prob- yeah. The problem is Donna Summer the Musical is a jukebox musical. So it's mm. all Donna Summer music. Don't get me wrong. I actually really like Donna Summer music. Yeah. But also what they did was it's like watching a biopic. They just do... You know, they just follow her life and intersperse it with how her music um, helps to tell her life story. Gotcha. And I can't remember anything about that. 
about the musical, about the whole story. Yeah, it yeah. It really wasn't memorable at all. The music no. was excellent. Kimberly performed excellent. Um, she had a supporting cast who was able to sing quite well, but it really wasn't memorable. Mm. Um, so last time I talked about there's this website called Cruise Critic, and they have an editor, editors panel, and the editors of Cruise Critic um, were uh, gave their picks for the best of in various categories. Okay. So one one of the categories was what cruise line is best for families, and of course Disney came out on top. Right. Um, another category was best entertainment, and Norwegian was awarded best entertainment. Oh yay! Okay. Mainly for these uh broadway transfers onto their ships so i understand how that's really good for these editors but i i I, you know it was entertaining i was entertained but i don't say run out rush out you must see this show yeah 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 that wasn't the case um there was another uh headlining piece of entertainment called the noise boys um they uh so you have a bunch of tap dancers doing modern oh. tap along with beatboxers and uh there also was a rapper and a she doubled as a vocalist so all, all of at that, once all uh sometimes okay wow but um that all was happening it was an entertaining show i got a credit give them credit i actually like that better than Donna Summer the musical, which oh, I did not expect. Um, I just my whole only thing is I they need to do a little bit of editing with that show. If they could just take remove five minutes, <laughs> it'll be great. It just went. It was just a little bit too long, but it was. Uh, I love the beatboxing that it, you know they do all these sound effects and stuff. Yeah. And, it was that was really great, and it just was a really great show. I really enjoyed it. Then, um, in the main atrium every night, they had some kind of music performer performing, and it just fills okay. the entire three decks that the mm-hmm. atrium is playing. So um, you can hear them from pretty far away. Oh yeah. Um, uh, no. No. Too much. Too no, loud. I'm like. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I feel like I like the acts that they had performing, but if they could have moved them to some other venue, that would have been great. Um, and basically, I feel like Norwegian Prima, they were trying to be something for everybody. And I think it's falling short because if you if you're trying to be something for everybody, you end up with these really tiny venues that Maybe someone would have liked to see that rumors show that I saw, but didn't mm. get the opportunity because they were locked out because people had made reservations and gotcha. Yeah. So stop trying to be something for everybody. So like, listen, we're going to do this and this, and we're not going to do that. So instead of doing that improv at sea and the Sid Norman space, just have the Sid Norman space or just have the improv One big space. and have better comedians so that more people 
can see this entertainment. The shows, yeah. yeah. And that's it's always a balancing act, right? Like which way do you go? It is. It um, is. You limit or do you because you know, like Disney, yeah. Disney has great they have great entertainment, but there's yeah. it's limited, you know. I mean, but yeah. then a lot of people can see it, but you know, you don't necessarily yeah. have you don't have as many it's a smaller ship too, but you don't right. have as many choices as that. So Right. Well, what about some of the activities? Was there is that kind of the same? Were they trying to get something for everybody? Uh, they did have activities. Actually, hold on one second. I'm going to go grab one of my daily newsletters. It's called uh, Freestyle Daily or something like that. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I'm back. And this was for day five. Day five. Okay. So today's highlights. Who's director Simon's Trivia Ganza Showdown? Uh, was happening at the Metropolitan Bar. There was a $3,500 jackpot and budget bingo. There was the comedy of Scott Henry. That's the guy that I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see Scott Henry. The comedy of Alison Weber. That's the woman I discussed. Um, There was a movie up on the pool deck, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I wish I had really spotted that. (laughs) because I wanted to see that movie and I haven't and Mm. I could have seen it. Uh, There's the comedy of Jay Stevens uh, for an 18 plus crowd at 10 p.m. There was a dance party called Censoria and I was supposed to go to that and I, for whatever reason, I I wasn't able to go. Those are my favorites. And then, so those... That was the highlight. There's activities for families. I see Guppies Open Play. That's six months to four years old. There's the Mario Kart tournament was going on. There was a super combo. Join us for this fun family game where you need to work together to make it to the final round. Whether you team up or pair up, make sure that you choose wisely as the last team standing wins. That was over at Sid Norman's Poor House. Um, there there was umpteen amounts of trivia. There was the happy morning trivia. There I was love the trivia. progressive trivia. Um, there, oh, the slides. So I... Water slides? I made the mistake of going on the water slide first, the wave. And that was fun. It was like, um, it, it, I had a really good time. I uh, followed this little girl and I asked her, how many times uh, have you been on this water slide? She's like, I've been on three in a row. I'm like, okay. And I just followed her lead. She was going and uh, I went on multiple times and it was a fun time. And then I went to try the dry slides. Mistake. Because you have to be completely dry right. in order to do the dry slides. So I even tried to towel myself off. Nope, still too wet. Nope. Got to got to start with the dry slides, then do the wet slides. Did so, you ever make it back to the dry slides? I did on a on the, uh, uh, another okay. CD. Okay. So uh, there is the drop where your um, the floor comes out from under you, Ooh. and you just drop through this dry slide. And, oh, that's a dry slide! Wow. Yeah, that's a dry slide. The worst part about it is just that countdown. Yeah. The operator is going, okay, are you ready? 
give me a thumbs up. I give her a thumbs up. Okay, three, two, one. And that countdown gives you the heebie-jeebies. So um, there's a, would they have a slide? This is unrelated, but at, at Universal, at the water park that does that, but they don't do a countdown. Oh. And so you're just staring there at the right, operator space. and you don't know. Right. And I told her, I right. was like, at any I moment. have way too much anxiety. I need you to count right. down. Just like, do I, it. I, I can't. the bandaid off. <laughs> um, and then there is, so that was the drop. And then there was the rush, another dry slide where it gives you the opportunity. There's two of these slides and you can, compete against another person and see who finishes first. Unfortunately, by oh, the time funny. I, yeah, uh, I raced another passenger. And unfortunately, by the time I was done, I'm like lying down. So you have to get yourself up and out of the slide. Oh. And it took so long for me to get up and get out. Like, <laughs> like it probably was like, a, you know, 30 seconds. I have no idea who finished first. <laughs> Don't know. Um. So that there was, oh, tea time. They have an interactive mini golf uh, thing. And unfortunately okay. on my sailing, the interactive portion of this was not working, was not available. Okay. So when it is working, it's going to, there's going to be an upcharge and it's going to cost you something like $15 to play mini golf. But because it wasn't working, I could just play mini golf with no cost. Oh, that's fun. So me and Claudine played a round of mini golf and had had some fun. Yay. And, uh, she, she saw how bad, after she saw how bad of a golfer I was, she was like, have you ever done this before? <laughs> <laughs> I have. I'm just not very good. There you go. Um, let's see. Oh, there is a triple deck go-kart racetrack. Ooh, my son would love that. So, uh, and then if you, uh, they keep track of during your sailing of your times. And if you're in the lead at the end of the sailing, you win some kind of a prize. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, there's origami creations. There's a merengue dance class. There's a super satellite poker tournament. There's the digital scavenger hunt. So many of these activities I did not do. <laughs> it's hard again, but it, like you said, it's hard to do everything. You just it, physically it, yeah. cannot do everything there is. I had an eleven night cruise, <laughs> but but still, it's still hard to yeah. do. Let me ask you: Did they like you have your day planners of what's being offered that day? But yeah. do they give you in advance all the activities so you can kind of plan out like day one? Day we're going to try to do this. Day so two, hold on. Day three. So freestyle daily. Is. this is the freestyle daily. And this is what they deliver to your room every night, the night before. This would have been delivered the evening of day four. And this is the daily for day five. And, you know, it's just jam packed with it's like information overload. But and you get that back- per day, though. You don't get to see the whole week in one time. No, 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 no. It's just per advance. day. Okay. Okay. Yep. The nice thing about this, Douglas, and this is me, but like it's a piece of paper. Well, it's a it's a bifold thing, but it's paper. So you can physically see it. I know one of the things about Disney Cruise Line is it's on the app. 
And yes. it's hard to be able to see that volume of information on your phone. Yes. Like I, pre-COVID, yeah. they were doing the paper. I want right. the paper. <laughs> well, they uh, also, you could also access it via the app as well. Right. That was also an option. Yeah. I just want the paper. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, another piece of my advice is scour, scour the newsletter that you receive, no matter what cruise line it is. Because I came back from my cruise. I'm like, oh, look at all the stuff that I missed out. <laughs> I know. I know. There's just there's so much in there. So, so many activities that are on board this ship. One of the things we've yet to mention, though, is the casino. Did you yeah. get to go to the casino? Yes. And as we talked about last week, I had group activities for this cruise critic slash Facebook uh, group of people. Okay. And um, we had we did uh, a slot poll, and it, just like the pub crawl, the response was very enthusiastic. A lot of people signed up to do it. So, um, so yeah, we did. Uh, we had a slot poll and uh, slot poll. I thought you said slot poll. I was like, what? No poll. <laughs> T-U-L-L. Slot pull. Got it. Yeah, that is my accent shining through. No, you're okay. good. <laughs> um, and that was a lot of fun. So uh, uh, so this uh, journey started on a Monday. Then uh, the following day, Tuesday, is when the first slot pull happened. And I had broken them up into two different groups since... Uh, People had responded so well to it. So the second slot poll was a week later at the following Tuesday. Okay. And um, yeah. And the first group was, it, it was a different crowd and they were quite enthusiastic. We had a lot of fun. We uh, trying to encourage the slot machine that I had selected to, you know, give us some money. The one thing that uh, I can say is, so the way I had designed it, we had a side pot. So $15, so you pay $20 to play, $15 goes towards your playing on the slot machine, and then $5 goes towards whoever gets the um, highest spin in the group that you're in each time so, like each poll no no uh, just what it whatever is the highest spin that whoever did the, the highest time. spin gotcha, the, okay. of the of the whole group so one person will get at least some money yeah <laughs> so that's exactly what happened in both slot pulls no one won any money for either slot poll except the the people who won the side pot. Um, gotcha. The first slot poll, um, a person was one, and the second slot poll, two people tied. So they each divided Shared. The, gotcha. the side pot. Yep. Yay. So did you do any of the other activities in there? Any of the other games or blackjack or anything? No, or I didn't do pool? any of the blackjack or the 
or the craps or the roulette wheel. None of I did none not of that. do any of that. But people from my group in the slot pole um, went on and did. They did do other games. For example, the winner of the side pot on slot pole number one, she was organizing. Uh, a high limit slot pool where you had to put in a hundred dollars. Oh and wow! Appar- and apparently, it got to be very popular. People won. <laughs> the bigger <So> pot. <laughs> good, good for them. And um, after slot pool number one, a little group of people from that slot pool number one went and played some roulette, and they won some money there. So. Well, it's go. a very clean, very shiny and new casino. Very good. Yeah. Now, with it being all shiny and new and then even being on a ship, can you yes. smoke in the casinos? Yes. Well, oh. it uh, on Norwegian Prima, they have a designated smoking section and it is closed off by doors. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, and I would say the smoking section is one quarter of the casino and uh, three quarters is non-smoking. Okay. Is this, are there still like games in the smoking section? Like there's still yes. tables and slot machines? Okay, yes. gotcha. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that's personally one of the things I don't like. I think casinos are fun, but I am just, oh, the cigarette smell. Yes. I can't stand it. And so that, right. um, yep. well, good to know. Yay. Yeah, so. Uh, Norwegian Prima would be a good choice for you if you would like the casino and don't want to deal with the smoke. Yeah, there we go. Also, the so, other thing is because I was doing those slot pulls, they uh, I used my sale card to uh, use the the um, machines. The other participants did not. It was just my card, so potentially. Uh, Norwegian has this partnership with this company called Casinos at Sea. And if you play quite a bit in the casino, you could win all sorts of stuff. They, I know uh, my roommate regularly gets offers from uh, a number of cruise lines for free cruises. So well, there you, you go. could win a, yourself a free cruise. There you so go. I'm like I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let this happen, please, Pixie yeah. Dust me. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, with a lot of these ship activities, there's things that you can do when when you're sailing. There's you can there's days at port, and then there's days yes at sea. And so a lot of times you can experience all these activities and things at night. And then of course, you know, you can do a lot of these on your day at sea because there's nowhere else to go. Um. Right. How many days at sea did you end up having? Oh boy, Amy, you just opened up a can of worms. Uh-oh. Okay, originally. Oh, because you had something changed. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Originally, there were five C days scheduled. Okay. Five C days and five ports. Okay. That was the plan. But that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Travel happens. Travel happens. So, how many C days did you end up with? Lord knows. Um, so because you didn't get to thing. go to Honduras your first day, right? No. Uh, okay. Well, I I didn't go to Cozumel. Cozumel, that's what it was. Mexico. I was thinking it was Honduras. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so 
what ended up happening is the first five days were C days. And wow. it didn't phase me one iota. There was oh, so much to do on that ship, so much to explore and experience. I was having the time of my life on that ship. There you go. As you, you know, as I described to you, all these activities and events that they had, uh, and most of them I didn't do. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So what, what then? The captain um, and the uh, cruise director kept on apologizing. Sorry, this is day four of, of a sea day. Sorry, you still as And don't and apologize. I'm having the time the of ship. my life. Yeah. Yeah. Again, one of the benefits of there being so many things to do. Yeah. And so that your experience might've been a little bit different because you ended up with so many days at sea, but talk about the pools. I know sometimes that's hard when it is your sea day, obviously everybody's on the ship. So things tend to be a little bit more crowded, but what were the pools like and the, the weights and the lines and all those things on your sea days? Okay. So I would say that this ship is really geared more towards adults. Okay. Um, and it, sh- the, um, and it, uh, the pool situation lends itself to an adult view of the pool. Um, adults tend to use a pool as a social gathering place to chit chat and talk and, cool off. They're not there to swim uh, Olympic laps. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, and then one of the things that Norwegian Prima does really well is to scatter the crowds. So you have one infinity pool on the port side of the ship. Okay. With um, day beds and loungers and you have another infinity pool on directly opposite. So on the starboard side, okay. there's an infinity pool. Then there's the whole ship within a ship concept, the haven. So haven guests who have a more exclusive stay have their own infinity pool oh. way up at the top of the haven complex. Okay. So they have their own pool space there. Then there is a kid zone splash area where oh, they fun. get to um, have fun. And then there is the main pool up on the pool deck. And um, it's small. It's quite small because okay. of that adult view of how a pool will be used on a cruise ship. Yeah. So for me, it was perfectly fine. You know, when you see it at first, your reaction is, oh my goodness, it's so small. Mm-hmm. So, But it's built by the same um, shipyard that built Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady. Okay. That built the MSC Seashore and Seaview and now Seascape. And um, it also built the Norwegian Prima and Norwegian Viva. So. Okay. All of these ships that I just listed all have the same type of pool concept. It's perfectly fine for me. I, I no complaints. Yeah. So, and this is, you know, I've only, 
I've only cruised Disney Cruise Line, but are is it yeah. common to even have big pools on a ship? Yeah, it, it used to be. To, I mean, not okay. big, big pools, uh, because the reason being that the key reason is weight. Water. That's what weighs, I thought. That, yeah, because it's up. Water weighs but- a lot, and they have to be conscious of the dis- distribution of weight on a ship. Yeah. So it can't. They can't be all that much bigger. Um, but yeah, there are some. Like if you go to an older princess cruise ship it's going to have quite a bit more sizable pool. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, I always assume they're small, like you said, because of the weight of the water. And even, right. you know, these pools are not on the bottom of the ship. The pools are right. on the top, on the pool deck. And so you Frequently. have to still consider that there's... Like those those infinity pools that I was describing on each side of the ship, they're on uh, deck eight. And the main pool deck, I'm going to say, was deck eight. 18. Okay. So it's much higher up then. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the excursions that you actually did, the ports that you actually yeah. made it to. Um, with cruise lines, they typically will have their own private right. island where it's exclusive just to that, just to that cruise line where you get to go and enjoy and there's not a ton of other people. So that is correct. Great stirrup K is key, sorry, not K, is where I was scheduled went. to go. Yeah. So did you get to uh, go there? No. Because oh, of bum. Hurricane Nicole. Hurricane Nicole. Uh, <laughs> and also the other aspect of it is um, there is no dock at Great Stirrup Key. So you have to arrive via a tender boat. So if the water is really choppy, you're not going to go. Yeah. So uh, you've got uh, basically you've got a 50-50 shot of being able to visit Great Stirrup Key. I met someone on my sailing who said this is her fifth time. She's tried to access Great Stirrup Key. Hopefully on this trip, I'll get to visit. Well, turned out, nope, we didn't. Another one, another one bites the dust. Oh, so where did you get to go? What ports did you actually make it to? So, So I visited Aruba. Okay. I visited um, Curacao and then Bonaire. Okay. So I was supposed to also visit Cozumel and I was supposed to also visit Great Stirrup Key. Because of the weather, I visited neither one of those two. Gotcha. Okay. So tell me about Aruba. Aruba Aruba's nice. Curacao. Well, really all of those because they're outside of that hurricane zone. Um, Yeah. So it tends to be a little bit easier, but tell me about Aruba. Um, Aruba was amazing. So for all three of those islands that I visited, it just so happened. So my original plan was to use my cruise excursion discount from Norwegian as part of its free at sea program. You You can qualify for a $50 discount towards a Norwegian uh, shore excursion. Oh, that's so, nice. yeah. So I was going to do that at Aruba, and I'm looking at their offerings, and none of them appealed to me. They had very few. They only had 
for Aruba only. I don't know what it was about Aruba, but for some reason for Aruba, there were only like four offerings and none of them appealed to me. So I went independently and booked an independent, um, uh, uh, made arrangements for an independent uh, shore excursion. Mm -hmm. And they met, if you go independent, you have to meet up with your shore excursion at a place a little bit further out. Okay. Um, for the Norwegian cruise uh, shore excursions, they you get down the gangway and right at the bottom of the gangway, there's a person holding a sign with the name of your shore excursion and you line up um, following them and they just guide you along the way. It's super, super easy and super smooth, very seamless. Um, for independent shore excursions, you have to go further out. You have to go beyond of where you exit and you have to make sure you get from whoever's providing your um, your shore excursion that you get accurate directions on where you all are supposed to meet. So which one did you do there? That's what I'm looking up right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm like, uh, I'm trying to access. Uh, I guess I, oh, uh, I thought I had it on, on my phone. Unfortunately, it's uh, all that information is on this laptop that we're communicating on. And <laughs> if I access that, it'll say you are using too much resources and you can't do so um, I did this, it was an incredible excursion. And the tour operator uh, met us at outside of uh, a shop that's at almost every, every cruise port has a Diamonds International. They're like, they're everywhere. And you, I could see them, th their main facade and their signage was visible from the top of Norwegian Prima. I'm up on the pool deck and I could see out. Oh, look, there's a Diamonds International. That's where <laughs> I'm supposed to meet. So um, first of all, I booked this shore excursion uh, for uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. And in the morning, it was raining cats and dogs. Mm. Uh, so just a horrible, horrible rain. And I just started to pray. The one <laughs> nice thing is about the Caribbean, um, storms come and go. It's not uncommon for a, a rainstorm to last an hour, two hours. Um, one nice thing about Aruba is that their terminal at their cruise port provides free Wi-Fi. Oh, and nice. Yeah, and I was having trouble figuring out how to access Wi-Fi on my cruise ship. And um, that actually later got resolved. I went to the internet cafe and the people there had a cheat sheet. And they said, here, take a look at this. And <laughs> I got access. But um, it was wonderful to have uh, free Wi-Fi in the terminal. So I was doing all sorts of things at that terminal in the morning as it's raining cats and dogs. And finally, when I did as much as I was willing to do, 
I'm like, I'm hungry. Let me go back to the ship and have some breakfast. So I went back, had some breakfast up in the buffet. And um, that was nice. Wasn't too crowded because it's later in the morning at this point. And um, then I went, because of the free Wi-Fi, I went back down to the terminal. And uh, eventually the weather cleared up. And it was a gorgeous, beautiful, sunshiny 81 degrees uh, in November. (laughs) So, yeah, it certainly wasn't like that here in Philadelphia. And uh, so somebody picked me up outside of Diamonds International. He had a sign with my name on it. So I knew that I wasn't just going into some stranger's car. There you go whisked off to be killed and slaughtered (laughs) so yeah i uh i got taken to the headquarters to the uh people that are producing this shore excursion i had to sign a waiver there um signing my life away i can't sue them if i get dismembered and they had a safety video i watched that and then they hooked me up me and two other people from the UK, Ian and Shirley, just three of us, hopped into this Jeep and we were on the ride of our lives. It was like <laughs> the worst, uh, the most action packed uh, roller coaster you can imagine. Oh, no. <laughs> Ian, uh, Shirley had a little bit, uh, she was concerned about motion sickness. So she sat up front with our guide, who I will call. Uh, uh, Aruba Patrick because there's going to be another Patrick and uh, in my story and so Aruba Patrick was driving the vehicle and providing commentary he was excellent he was very entertaining engaging informative he was incredible um, and then uh, Ian and I were in the back seat and we were treated like ragdolls we were just being tossed <laughs> left and right and um, Patrick, Aruba Patrick gave us all the ins and outs of what it's like in Aruba. And he took us to um, these pools. Unfortunately, because of the weather, it really was unsafe to really uh, dive into these pools. It basically was this area right off the the ocean. And, um, but it was lovely to see. And I have, some lovely pictures and um so we did that and then he took us to this national park in aruba called arakak national park that was incredible um and was that on the water or was that inland no that was inland okay and uh we saw all Lots of great stuff in Arakak uh, National Park. He took us to these caves. The caves were had been um, ex- people had been going there for s- literally centuries. I saw graffiti uh, that was dated like 1750, 1689. Wow! And um, I've got Patrick. Since there were only three of us, Patrick was here. Here, let me take your picture, and he got these awesome pictures of incredible caves that we went exploring. We uh, He took us to this area where there were these fish that would eat on your dead skin. So I got uh, a free Ooh. fish sauna. 
There you how go. many people get to say they went to a fish sauna for free? So do they eat uh, everywhere or do they like just eat your feet? Just my feet. Just what okay, got okay. dipped into the water. Because they're fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, what else do I, it, it was just an uh, it was an amazing adventure. Um Curacao, I my guide there was Pat uh Curacao Patrick. Curacao Patrick. There we go. Not a room. And um, we had a tour called Perfect Day Tour. And it was a perfect day at Curacao. And um, he went above and beyond. And I had long had interaction with his wife, Sevi, and their expatriates from Germany. And um, we emailed back and forth and came up with an agreement. I saw that uh, my ship was due to dock on a Sunday and one of the stops was going to be closed on Sunday. So I said, well, instead, what can we do instead? And she said, well, we could go to this bar or we could go to this um, restaurant that sits on the edge of a cliff and um, has great food. So we selected the Blue View Terrace Restaurant. Ooh. And, um, but Patrick, uh, when we met him said, listen, the distillery that ordinarily would be hosting this kind of a tour is open. They heard about y- your cruise ship docking. And so they want your money. So you I go. bet you, I bet you they're going to be open. Let's I'll call and find out. He called find out. So we went and visited, uh, the people who uh, brew the Curacao liqueur, uh, most famously oh, the okay. blue Curacao. But they do ask a you variety. What the was. Yeah, the blue Curacao. Yeah, yeah, blue Curacao. They also do green Curacao, red Curacao. They do all. They all taste identical. It's just they add. Okay, to, they just have different colors. Like, there's no difference. Um, that was a wonderful visit, and members of our group. There were 15 of us, and uh, we went and. Uh, and s- some people bought, a number of people bought uh, Curacao while at the distillery. And the original still, copper still, was made here in Philadelphia by a nice Jewish family. And uh, I got to see that. The original um, what? Got to see the distillery. And uh, Patrick explained the process of how uh, Curacao liqueur is made and showed us all the various steps. And I got some free samples. I got some chocolate uh, curacao. I got some tamarind curacao. Chocolate curacao. Really great. Yeah. At 10 o'clock in the morning. That's just how you <laughs> want to wake up. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we went to Playa Piscado and he brought some chopped up fish and we went in search of some sea turtles. Ooh. I didn't. Uh, I once I was out, I saw the sea turtles. Unfortunately, the storm I think played a role. The sea was very murky. Yeah, and um, I saw schools of fish. Patrick did his utmost to make it. He even had a little GoPro, and um, he was ready to share his pictures and video that he would take with us. But we didn't have the best day. Uh, there's a little pier, and I got to see some sea turtles up from up above, but it's not the same as swimming with the sea turtles. Um, 
He took us to another beach that wasn't part of the program. He said, this is another, it's a very, very popular beach, but we were all dry at that point after having gone snorkeling for this with the sea turtles. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm dry. I'll just take a lot of nice. Not going again. (laughs) Not going again. Um, we went to another, we went to a national park in Curacao, Sheteboca, and saw like these, huh? I didn't know there was a national park there. Yeah. Saw these waves crashing up onto these cliffs, went to the Hato clay caves and saw uh, water being splashed into these caves. You could only take like eight people at a time because it's cramped underneath there. You went underground. That was amazing. Um, my, at one point at the national park, we got stuck in the mud and we all climbed out and we had to look for stones and, uh, timber to put under the wheels to get some traction. Oh gosh. But, uh, Curacao, yeah. Uh, at least that's what, uh, lucky, sexy Eddie, uh, our driver tried to have us all do, but, uh, Curacao Patrick, uh, got behind the wheel and he got us going again. So there you go. We're off and going and we got to do more stuff. And um, they provided a lot more commentary about life as expatriates and what it's like to live in Curacao. That was amazing. Um, Highly recommend Curacao dreams. They were the outfitter for the, the um, Sharks Gerson show. Okay. Very good. Then for Bonaire, I uh, booked a water taxi, Carib water taxi, and it took me out to a deserted little island called Klein Bonaire. And there, it literally, it is deserted. There is nothing there. There's not a bathroom. There is not an outhouse. There is not a restaurant. There is not a Shake Shack. There is On the whole island? Nope, nothing there. Just a piece of land and the water. And you go there to snorkel. And there's only certain places that you can go to shallow water. And what they, uh, I selected this one beach, no man's beach, um, where I could gain access to. And it was the most unbelievable snorkeling place. You could go to so many colorful fish. Um, and I was out there for several hours snorkeling to my heart's content. If you want to go snorkeling, go there. And um, you do reach a point where it's no longer shallow and you hit the shelf and it becomes quite deep. And I uh, actually did a little bit of that and um, it gets quite a bit darker and it's really cool. And uh, did you see sea turtles? I didn't. Oh, no. But uh, all different oh, blue fish, black and white striped fish, yellow striped fish, all different. I don't know my fish. So I don't know uh, <laughs> all, all different types of fish. Um, when they finally came to pick me up, they arrive every hour. And so on the third time that they came back, I hopped aboard. And there were people who um, were coming out to Klein Bonaire. And there's this li- one little place with a little yellow pole and um, they just kind of push you off and <laughs> yeah. you do what's called a drift uh, snorkel. 
and you just drift along with the current and about 45 minutes later, you end up on the no man's beach that I was at. And do you just swim at all or you literally just drift the whole time? Well, you are drifting the whole time and it's very deep waters. You will not be able to touch the bottom of the sand. Yeah. So you better be a very strong swimmer. That's why I didn't do that. But after doing what I did, I learned, oh, I can do that. It's fine. Next time I go, that's what I'll do. There you go. Now, yeah. you said climb on it. Like, are there climbing places? Like, can you climb? K-L-E-I-N as in Nancy. Climb. Gotcha. I thought you said climb, but as in C-L-I-N-B. Okay, got you. Nope. Nope. So of those three islands, which was your favorite? That is so tough. <laughs> Another each so different. Uh well, um I'm I'm actually oh God. I it's a it's a toss up, but I'm gonna say Aruba. Okay. Very good. Yay. Well, you have had just an amazing adventure. Great yeah. food. Awesome cocktails, lounges, doing pub crawls, great activities, entertainment, pool time. Um, one thing that's still on the ship that we didn't really get to talk about, because um, I actually forgot to ask you, was the spa. Did you get to go to the spa while you were there? No, I did not. No. Oh, sad. Yeah. That's one of so, my favorite things on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, by the time I took this cruise, money was extremely tight. Mm. And um, I did not have what is called a spa balcony. Those people get access to use of the spa included with their room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone, that, there. someone, and they have very few spa balcony rooms. I think mm. there's a total of like 20 on board this ship. Um, you can get a daily pass to the spa. You could get okay. a weekly pass to the spa. I just was trying to save my money. So no spa for me. No spa for you. Well, that is an adventure, though. If you want to partake of that, it's a great yeah. way to unwind and relax and have some alone adult time. It's fantastic. So sadly, all of these fantastic adventures have to come to an end. Um, you talked about how really pretty easy and seamless it was on embarkation day to get on the ship. Yeah. What about debarkation day? How did that go? Um, that was, I was traveling light, so I could do self-assist no problem. And that's what I did. I went to, uh, on my very last day, went to Hudson's, the main dining room, and met Claudine and DG for our last breakfast. We had a wonderful breakfast. We tried to pick things that... Um, the crew could compare, uh, prepare quite easily. Um, and yeah, had a good time there. Then when that was all done, I just gathered up my stuff. I already told my room steward, Hey, listen, I'm all packed. You're going to probably see my two bags here. I'm just going to leave them here and go to breakfast. If you want to go ahead and get a head start, you're more than welcome to start working on the room because all I have to do is come and just literally pick up these Grab bags bag. and yeah. be on my way. And that's what I did. Um, the one big problem 
is that it was raining very heavily in mm. Miami on our day of disembarkation. And uh, that could, could have caused some problems. Because I was doing self-assist and I got off the ship on the earlier side, um, I had ordered a lift uh, to take me. Oh, no, no. Oh, that's not what happened. I'm th- oh, sorry. Wrong, wrong <laughs> ship, wrong, Too wrong many voyage. <laughs> wrong. Getting confused with the cruises. Okay. But uh, all, talking to the room steward and all that, that was true. And having the, the breakfast with DG and Claudine. Yeah, I did that. But it was a bright, sunny day in Miami when I got there. Um, something we didn't talk about was that my phone had gone kablooey midway through the cruise. Oh, no. It would not respond to any command. It was totally inoperable. Could not use it. Totally come off, cut off from all of civilization. Wow. So uh, I could not order a Lyft or an Uber or anything. Um, and I hadn't booked anything. So because my plan was to use some rideshare vehicle. So yeah. I had to take a taxi instead. Um, and I figured out where to get a taxi, got into a taxi, and it was quite a bit more money than I was planning to spend. Mm. Uh, I had a hotel booked in Miami, Fashion Boutique Hotel, and it took me there. And um, the ride was nice and enjoyable. So that all took place. Very, uh, very easy to get off the ship. No problem. Now, I know you didn't experience this because you didn't have your luggage, but does the Prima have the option like the night before if you're checking luggage yes. um, to have all your bags ready the night before and then yes. it, you either yep. pick it up when you get off or it takes it yep. directly to the airport? Okay. Yeah, you can do all that. Have all that done. Yay. Yep. Um, so what, I mean, you've talked about a lot of great moments on this trip with your friends, yes. and with fellow passengers. Is there any other favorite moment that really stands out to you? Uh, there were a whole number. Like at one point, um, I'm out at the pool deck over at the Waves pool bar, and I'm talking with people that were part of the group that I helped organize. and. Um, they were like, we want to do another pub crawl. Let's let's do another pub crawl. I'm like, knock yourself out. Go ahead. You know, <laughs> the phone that uh, I had wasn't working at all. So I would have been useless to help. I'm like, yeah, I'll, you just tell me where and when. And we exchanged stateroom numbers because that's the only way I could communicate with people is to call them and leave a message on their phone in their stateroom. And the old school they, days. And they do the same thing for me. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm game. So that was a highlight when we actually ended up doing that. We romped around and uh, Brad, the guy who uh, joined me for the rumors show, uh, was there. And he was like an instigator. He We did um, fireball shots <laughs> and um, at, at the observation lounge bar. And, um, yeah, so we, I had a great time doing that. Um, oh, something else. Um, Claudine is, up is above platinum status with Norwegian. And so is DG. And as part of the benefits, you get these specialty dining certificates. 
So um, Claudine really wanted to do Los Lobos and she invited me to dinner. She had a bottle of Veuve Clicquot. So she bought, uh, brought that along with her. And um, I, I believe I took DG's place uh, at this dinner. DG had no interest of doing Los Lobos. So I got to have a fifth uh, specialty dining experience thanks to my buddy, Claudine. Well, there who, you go. Yay. Yeah, who lives not too far away from Southampton, uh, the cruise port in the UK. Okay. And okay. It was amazing. We also both love cheese. So queso fundido out the yin yang. And um, we had an incredible time. They made guacamole table side oh, for us. Nice. Yeah. So it, it was a really, I, you know, you think, oh my goodness, I've got a Mexican restaurant in my town. That's I really enjoy. I do too. And um, it would not be a choice for me. But if you do do it, if it is a choice for you, if, you know, Mexican uh, dining is your thing, you will have an incredible time and uh, go ahead and do it. There you go. Yay. So what tips would you have for first time cruisers? Um, Do what I did. And if something is available to be booked ahead of time, book it, make a reservation, There you go. Uh, make a reservation for your dining. If you are doing any specialty dining, make a reservation for all of your entertainment. Um, if you're doing check-in, if they uh, do check-in ahead of time, do, do everything that you can do ahead of time. Take advantage of it. Um, Guard your phone with your life. <laughs> did and, you? I do. I mean, you got it fixed at some point. Did you get it fixed? I did. Miami? Well, I had two days in Miami, so okay. during those two days in Miami, I went to my phone store and bought a brand new phone. Well, there you go. <laughs> Another yeah. expense that you were planning. It's a brand new <laughs> Pixel Seven phone, and I love it. It's great. Very good. Yay! Uh, with um, the reservations, um, how early in it, and I know it might depend on your cruising level, but how far in advance can you make those reservations if you're doing like dining or a show or something? Talk to your travel advisor. Okay, hello, there you go. And I'll steer you in the right, the right so direction. That's the other. Oh, uh, so the other pieces of advice is get yourself a travel advisor and they'll take you step by step and guide you along. And like, for example, I just had a client who asked, she said, um, what are the rules when it comes to taking wine aboard? Yep. And um, beyond just sending her links, I gave, I actually outlined for her all the rules. She's taking Southwest to go from St. Louis to LA. And so I gave her all of what St. Lu uh, what uh, Southwest does and all of what Norwegian does. And I said, hey, listen, why don't you save yourself some grief and um, just pick up wine in L.A.? Mm -hmm. That's what we did. You know, um, or better yet, um, you purchased a beverage package in um, 
with this cruise. So just order some wine when you're at a bar or a lounge, because let me tell you something, those wine bottles are going to be very, very heavy. Yeah. You know, you're packing enough as it is. And then to add bottles of wine, super heavy. So um, she said, oh, you just went above and beyond in answering my question. You are so totally right. I'm glad she felt the same way as I did. Because when I initially got that question, I'm like, oh, why would you want to travel by air with bottles of wine? I can understand it if you're driving to a port and you want to put um, some bottles in uh, your car. But if you're flying, mm, I, yeah, we just got ours it. what once we got to put once we got to port. But yeah, just to, to your point though, another great thing that your travel advisor can offer you is those little things that you don't think yeah. about. Yes, we can help with the big things like right. where to go, where to stay, right. all that. But it's those little nuances that we yes. add to that to make it special for you. And then um another piece of advice is get travel protection. Get yes. travel insurance. Have uh, cancel for any reason as part of your travel insurance, which means you need to get that travel insurance within two weeks of when you book your travel. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it, it won't be included. So do all of that. There you go. Okay. So what about you specifically? You actually had another cruise after that. So you had a yeah. whole nother adventure. Yes. But what about future travel plans? Do you have more upcoming trips? I have another upcoming trip, October 2023. We'll see if it happens. I don't know. So um, be a cruise? It, huh? Is it supposed to be a cruise? It's a it's another cruise. Okay. And it's going to the same ports that I just went on with the MSC Seashore, which go which went to um St. Thomas. Mm. Uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and where else did it go? And went someplace else. I can't remember <laughs> why. My brain is fried. You're good. So you talked a lot. I've got an oh 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 the best port of all. Uh, uh, I went. Uh, it's gonna go to Puerto Plata in the Dominican Republic. Ooh, yeah, Puerto Plata. Very good. Yay. Well, this has been fantastic. I have enjoyed. I saw so many pictures online and to be able to hear all of this firsthand has been great. So yeah. if you have cruise questions, adventures, inquiries, Douglas is your man. All right. And uh, we've got more stuff coming up. So stay tuned. Like what you are hearing? This is your moment. It is your opportunity to become a hero. Please share Travel Happens on your favorite social media platform. Tell your friends they can find us on their favorite podcast player like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. You are tasked with sharing Travel Happens on whatever social media platform you choose. Our website, www.podpage.com slash travel dash happens, makes it easy to share an episode on several social media platforms. You could say some kind words on the platform of your choice. One social media channel will suffice. Uh, We need help. Spread the word. For you podcast fans out there, we are on Podchaser, 
where you can discover your next favorite podcast, rate podcasts, review them, and listen to them. You can share us through podchaser.com. A link is in the show notes. Should you fail to share this podcast, I will place a curse on you. Remember, this is holiday season. If you do not share this podcast on social media, I will be reporting to St. Nick directly and informing him what a bad listener you have been. (laughs) I don't think you would care for coal in your stocking like my grandmother found in hers when she was a young child. Uh You can avoid the curse and the naughty report by sharing this podcast with your friends. Okay, we're obsessed. Very obsessed. Uh, This is our chance to rant or rave about something that is going on in our lives. It could be a book, an event, a record, something we just cannot let go of. So um, what are you thinking, Amy? My obsessed is this is exam week for my son. It's his freshman Uh, year of high school. And so we are in exam week. So um, yeah. Is it crisis mode? It is crisis mode. And just, you know, trying to teach him how to study, you know, just plan your study. This this can't be a night before studying. Right. Thing. And so yeah. how do you kind of right. lay that out and what courses are going to require more studying? What is the play? How do you put a plan together? So we've been focused right. on that this week. Um, Basically said, laying the groundwork for next semester. Exactly. Yeah. So or I think he's, marking period or whatever they're called. Yep. Learn some things that he could have done better. And um, we still have a couple more days to go, but we'll see what what is left. And then um, they actually, apparently, he sent me a message today and he goes, they have puppies at school. And I said, why are there puppies at school? And he goes, I think to help the kids calm down from their oh my goodness. stress and anxiety. And I was like, are you joking? Like, <laughs> what? Is this a society that we live in now that we bring puppies and kittens to school to? Well, calm people down. Look at it. I would look at it this way: it's an opportunity for people to get some help that they need. And this is true. There's yeah. nothing wrong with getting some help. Nope, we not all, at all can use it. That's why not there are all. travel advisors. Exactly. Yes. So that's mine. What about yours? Um, there is nothing I would like to share this week. Okay. Then, yeah, so I guess that's it for this week. That's it. That's a wrap. I think we're just going to wrap things up. A vacation in the 21st century is a complicated maze. We can help to sort out this mess and make sense of it all. We have oodles more advice and guidance when it comes to favorite destinations for North Americans. If you want help with a vacation, we can make it happen. Our contact information is in the show notes. We can help with favorite destinations on land and sea. Shoot us an email. We both are specialists with Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Universal Parks and Resorts. In addition, Amy can help with Hawaii journeys, all-inclusive resorts, Mexico, and the Caribbean, along with Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. As I've said, I'm a Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Advent. Oh, she also does Alani. Yes. The Disney yes, Alani, uh, part of Hawaii Disney, yes. Resort. Um, uh, 
And as I've said, I'm a Walt Disney World, Disneyland Adventures by Disney and Alani specialist. In addition, for more land lover destinations, I can help with universal parks and resorts. Furthermore, as a cruise specialist, I can guide you with Disney Cruise Line, Virgin Voyages, Norwegian Cruise Line, Celebrity Cruises, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, MSC, Princess Cruises, Holland America Line, Sojourn, Cunard Line, and Ama Waterways River Cruises. Thank you, dear listener, for spending time with us. We will get back next week when we will bring you more gems with season three. If you need help with planning a vacation, contact Amy, Heather, or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes. Follow Travel Happens on your favorite podcast player to listen as we explore what is beyond our front porch. Don't forget to reach for the adventure. I or said it reach wrong. for the magic. <laughs> 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 All right. Good night, everybody. Well, 